great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Murmur, Murms, Murm Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And to the left of my computer screen, we have the wizard, ha. the warlock, the greatest engineer known to mankind. We call him Kilo, Trip God Jimmy. How you doing today, bro? Tripping. Tripping, bro. Literally, I am tripping, bro. I just came back into town. Trip advisor. Okay. Yes. Okay, so you never know where he's going. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a different trip. I was like, oh, he just drove tripped. However, yeah. however, like, yo, what acid did you take today? I had <laughs> Molly sex for the first time this week or these past couple days. <laughs> that was a hell of a way to introduce yourself, ain't it? Hell yeah. That shit was. Yo, pin note that. Pin note that. That shit was I. Is I. It was fun as fuck. Lasts forever. But I think acid is better. <laughs> You know, TMI. At certain points, TMI. You know, it may be TMI, but this is a great morning, so I would kind of like to know some more. Would you be willing to tell us some more about Molly sex? Not really, bro. It's kind of a blur. It's kind of a blur. All right, man. Shit. Well, I'm glad you were able to experience that at least. You think you'd do it again or no? Uh, maybe, but not for like a long time. I'm not into the thing I don't like about MDMA is, you know, it's closely related to, well, it is an amphetamine and, you know, I'm I'm not like that. I don't like that. Anyway. I'm glad you had a, an interesting an interesting couple of days though, man. I know we just uh we all just got together and talked for the for the St. Patrick's Day special. But all right. I'm uh I'm glad that you had an interesting couple of days there. But, you know, moving on, we're going to introduce our other host to my bottom left. We have the boss, the pimp, the CEO, the chief. Oh, slightly special himself, Jimmy the shooter. How you doing today, bro? Man, we up in it, man. We in this bitch, man. I'm good, bro. I'm good, dude. It's been a good day today. Fucking. Tr- yeah, man. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to maximize my time in between time. You know, it's, and that's a weird thing to say, but sometimes, man, it's like you got time in between time where I'm just like, damn, man, I could be doing something with this time. Right. So many times I'm just like, man, fuck this time, man. <laughs> you know, you got. Does that make sense? Like, no. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, man. Shit, man. It's like this time where I'm just like, I could be doing something right now. But I'll sometimes I'll just be like, man, I'm just chill. I'm just man, you're never, uh, to get it. Yeah. You're never not doing something. You know, we've always talked about that. Um, you got some you got some well, you said it was good news today. Do you want to talk about that or no? Yeah, we'll cook up to it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm more interested to revisit this, this other conversation, man. You know, but we'll, we'll get into the, we'll get into the news, man. We'll get into some news. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad we're here doing our, uh, our weekly podcast. Um, but you know, I guess it's time to introduce our special guest of the evening. Special. We have an artist and a dear friend of Trip God Jimmy's here with us today. Very we have dogs. an artist. Dogs, dogs, dogs. Let's dogs. let. 
But please introduce yourself, Mixed by Jesus. How you doing today, bro? What up, brother? You know, just an engineer, artist, really a creative, man. A fellow DD. Just out of NC. I met Jimmy at Crest, man. That's where I went to school for engineering. Yup. So I met him in Phoenix. That was when I actually first left North Carolina, too. So he was like my best friend there. We wrote some funny shit together. So you've been all over the place then? A little bit, man. I lived in LA, Arizona. I mean, I grew up in North Carolina. I spent a little time North in Carolina. Washington. Then England for the past, like, for the past two years, I've been out here, like, a little over a year. So, how's, yeah, how's you know what? That's what I wanted man. to, yeah, I wanted to ask you all about that. You're li- you're calling in live from the London area, bro. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Sounds cool as it is, bro. <laughs> what's, that, what's that vibe like out there? Man, it's different, bro. But if you really travel, you just realize, bro, people are the same. The same fears, the same thing that makes everybody people. We all people, good and bad. Like, you have the same kind of shit that happens in the hood out here. It just don't look like the same hood. You feel me? Quite a... Different types of people, but it's the same types of situations. Definitely the same type of characteristics. And it's like, once you see enough of that shit, you just realize, bro, same shit, different pot. Quiet. Yeah, well, yeah, man, it's, it's dope, though. Don't get it wrong. I just, man, I lived in L.A. for five years, so I kind of just had enough culture shock to just say, fuck it all. <laughs> what, part of, what part of L.A. were you in? I lived in downtown when I first moved there. And I stayed there for like a year and a half. Then I moved to Long Beach for a little bit. But then from Long Beach, I ended up moving to Hollywood and then Hollywood to North Hollywood. But really like Valley Village, then North Hollywood. And then after that, I left, and that's when I started coming to England and going back and forth between there. My bad. <laughs> and <North Carolina. laughs> Yo, it's crazy because yeah, so man. many, so many people like they have this image of Hollywood, especially people that aren't from California or Hollywood. Man, so many people got this image of Hollywood and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make it there. I'm making the Hollywood, but it's like there's parts of Hollywood that's real, real, real raw, like Boy, not the same no Hollywood on the TV. I got some stories about Hollywood. That shit is not <laughs> That shit uh, we'll, we'll, is not. We'll have you share Let me those. tell you something, bro. Do not walk Hollywood Boulevard past 10 p.m. if you do not want to get fucked with. Because you will get fucked with. I'm yeah. trying to tell you. But, like, if it's not, like, a wannabe gangster trying to sell you weed, it's just the craziest shit you see. I mean, like, i seen a grown man on his back whip his dick out and piss on his back. Just right on the side. Like, he didn't care. Just laying down. That was on Hollywood Boulevard where people kneel and take pictures. I thought it was the most just ironic shit ever. Like, yeah, every, every time I that spot, bro, I was laughing like, you dirty bitches. <laughs> It'd be like a four year old, too. I was sitting there like, you don't know. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing a video of you like when you had your long hair when you was still be when I think you were still becoming oh, yeah. Jesus, bro. And uh you knocked that dude out for saying the fucking N-word and then you win smash the stage. Yeah, that was a fun night, bro. I was on Saturday <laughs> I drank a lot. That shit that was a crazy time, dude. I, so what happened was right, is we did sound check at this little venue. And so we were like out the car because we had like a little bottle out there with some vodka, some like a water bottle or some shit. Like, you know, just like doing the budget ball and shit. So <laughs> we went out there, we started drinking. And then one of the dudes I saw at Soundcheck, he was at the 7-Eleven. 
which was right next to the venue. And then it was just like the wildest shit ever. Like I'm sitting here and like my whole entourage at a certain point just stops. And I got my little videographer. I got this little girl trying to manage me at the time. All this shit happening. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't even give a fuck what was going on. I was like, why are you guys stopping? Like, we got something to go to. I'm thinking about my show. I'm like, let's get to the fucking venue, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, this dude just starts talking crazy. And I'm bro, I'm on Xanax, so I don't give no fucks, right? I don't give no fucks. So this dude says, like, yeah, I didn't need help. He just starts going ham, bro. And I'm like, okay, look, 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 look. You talking to me? Because if you're talking to me, then I'm not, I'm not about to entertain you. It's like, either you shut the fuck up, walk away, or I'm going to knock you out. And I said it just as oh. calmly as I'm talking now. Like, all right, bro, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm knock you out. He didn't shut the fuck up, so I, so I just walked up, <laughs> World bro, star! And I hit him one time. <laughs> he was out. He smashed the stage, bro. bro. Nah. Yeah, and that was one of my littest shows, low key too. <laughs> what do you mean, smash hey, the stage? Like, he performed well, was, that night. Well, I just, I, at that time, I was going under the name New America Bash, so I was yep. performing as an artist, and I wasn't uh, mixed by Jesus at that point. That was like 2016. Right, right. You had the okay. hair though. I just remember you fucking whipping that shit back, bro. That's all I fucking. Yeah, saw. you just see smashing the whip. Long guys' hair and glasses. Yeah. I punched him so clean and made a noise like I hit a baseball bat and I just walked away. Yeah. yeah. I walked yeah. clean the fuck away. So you punched this guy in the face. I just like I didn't like I didn't try to beat his ass or nothing after. Like I didn't try to go stomp him, hit him. I didn't check if he was alive either though. I just walked the fuck yeah. low key, I was scared by the way he fell. So you 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 possibly committed a murder and then you went on stage and performed one of your best shows ever is that one what of the best shows ever like true rapper bro really true artist <laughs> <laughs> true artist all i can say is i didn't want to find out if i heard it really bad or not i just walked away yeah. <laughs> like, don't well, stay for the, the police to show up hey, I, know <laughs> I got the out. fuck out of there buddy <laughs> i walked like you should see the video if you ever find that i punched him and just walk the fuck away. Like, I, it was like instantaneous. Like, I turned around right after the punch. Like, <laughs> it's like I hit Jesus. a pivot and just kept walking. I mean, you still got that thing. energy. You still got all that hype, that energy, that adrenaline shit, and you just channel that shit on the stage. That's dope, man. But hey, That's bro. Fire. I'm interested yeah, in, so, you know, that was 2016, man, and you've grown a lot since then, bro. Like, got yourself a cool oh, family yeah. now bro you've been you moved around so much man and i've been watching you forever bro and i know you've been working what are you on right now so the dope part one of the reasons why i would say this interview really bro is because like in the past like a couple months i got blessed with some major opportunities to a&r some situations for some really big opportunities and like Without name dropping, I just got, like, my phone contact list just went crazy. Like, I was working with platinum producers and just talking to people who, before COVID, bro, I would have never been able to reach out and talk to. So it was just crazy timing because the way it all happened, right, I used to engineer for Luke Nasty. And when I was engineering for Luke Nasty at the studio, I met this dude named King Fame. Okay. And 
he had this company called Groundbreaking Music Group, and he had told me, like, the second time I met him, he wanted to start a production team. Now, fast forward six months down the line, I didn't really hear from him in that time. He was doing a lot of shit with these artists who ended up getting locked up. Okay. And so he ended up working with Waleed as an artist, and he reached out to me because the first single he wanted, he wanted mixed by me. Mm-hmm. So... It started out, bro, on some shit where he just wanted me to engineer. Okay. And then I did the engineer. We had a long talk about what he wanted me. Well, I, like, I just told him, like, you know, honestly, because with the situation and all the people involved, I had some doubts in the beginning. And so I was like, yeah, bro, this is, this is just how I feel. Like, I just kept it a buck with him about it. And we were able to come to this thing where it's like, I told him, bro, like, I don't want to be put in a box, essentially. Like, I don't want you to just look at me as an engineer. I'm so much more than that, bro. Like, I make music. I'm sitting here with dope-ass producers all the right. time. Like, my best friends are some of the best artists I've ever met in my life. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm tired of just being an engineer, getting right. paid yeah. for just a mix and hours. And I'm like, bro, I need, I'm worth more than a salary. Yes. Like, I need to make more. I need to be doing more. So he let me actually just start up this A&R. So then it went from me being the head engineer to then being the head sound design guy who quality controls the team and also putting together a production team. Okay. And in doing that, I was able to put a production team together across the whole country, essentially. Like, it started small. It started in North Carolina. It started where I lived in L.A. with a couple close friends who were really dope. And then it started um, with one of my old instructors in New York, it's actually uh, John Bradley. Yeah, so shout out to John. Early, yeah, man, John Bradley. He, just a quick backstory on him. He ended up teaching when me and Jimmy were at Crafts. Yeah. And then okay. before that, he got a degree from the Army. And so, like, he used the Army funds to get a degree from Crafts and Full Cell. Ended up getting a degree from both of those schools and teaching and then mm-hmm. writing a school for the blind, like a program for them in New York, audio engineering wise, to teach blind kids how to audio engineer. Damn. Wow. What? <laughs> Yo, wait, 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 wait. That's what he that's, does, bro? I always nah, wondered how the fuck. That's not even what he does fully. So he does what? audio directing for audio books. Oh, wow. So he remotely directs audio books for Disney and a lot of like big pictures and shit like that. Like, so he's doing audio books. And also he runs two studios in Arizona and New York. The blue like, thing. The blue? Yeah, bro. So, I mean, it's a lot to really try to say. But, like, essentially, right. bro, like, you know, with what we have, we have pretty much a school foundation started out. A labels foundation started out. And, like, the inner works of a, just an all right production team. Like, for what we had, we were able to pull in a lot more because of COVID. And just the, the way I am, bro, he gave me an opportunity to A&R. So then... Like, I've done sessions with OG Mako, yep, High Brothers, like Ronnie Ho- uh, J. Jose Guapo. Like, Jose Guapo. Yeah, Jose um, Guapo. Yep, yep, One yep. of my um, best friends is Ponce de Leon. And that's, like, my brother. Like, me and him were broken, like, living out of studios while everyone thought we were rich. Like, <laughs> so, like, that's, like, my brother, brother. Like, he's somebody I fight for. Like, fuck music. Like, I just, like, it came down to it. I bang for bro. Like... So, you know, he put me into, like, the OG Maco, the Jose Guapo, the Higher Brothers O'Key by just letting me be his engineer and tagging along in a lot of situations where it was, like, sometimes I would be playing a manager role, bro. Mm. <laughs> like, I wasn't even an engineer. Like, 
I'm going to these red carpet events and saying I'm this day manager, knowing damn well I'm not this dude's day manager. Like, I'm nothing of the sort. Just get it. That's what's up. I swear, I swear to God, bro, we, I remember times where we were sitting there really struggling and still spending $100 on a tux to go look good for a red carpet event. Hell yeah. Like, we were just at a point we were really struggling. And so, like, in L.A., I was able to build the foundations to, like, go back to a lot of those people we worked with, network with, and say, hey, I got an opportunity, what's up? And they would take me serious. So, bro, like, the now the production team, like, bro, just to say, like, we just got crazy, crazy, like, like big placements and shit working on, like, church and Stefan Don's management. Damn. And, like, you know, we just... We just tapped in in a different way, bro. And a lot of it was to do with actually Clubhouse and it being in COVID. And so, like, when this shit really breaks out, it's going to be wild to see what we're really doing because it's, like, yeah. a lot of credits about to come down the pipeline. Because isn't a lot of uh, isn't a lot of your stuff, like, ver- um, like, like radio? Virtual. Shit? Virtual. That's what I mean, yeah. Right well, you, what we call is remote-based. That's why I meant remote, not radio. Yeah, man. Able to pick up, move, be mobile. You don't have to be in one place to work. Anymore. Hey, man. What What I love about that story the most is you said you went back to Carolina and shit. Like, you you reached back to the homies that taught you that taught you everything in school, man. You went back to Carolina, and then you called your, your closest friends, man. You, you put your homies on, man. I think that that root, that, that foundational root of trust, it's so important to have, man, because That's then it, yeah, not, bro. Nail on the you, grow to, head. you grow together, man. You move together. You got open communication between each other. And one thing that you can always do is because you got someone that you could be real with within this community, you guys got each other's back. You can be like, yo, man, old buddy could be talking about this over here. Yo, old buddy could be over here. Or you guys can give each other honest feedback, honest feedback on what you guys need to be doing. And we keep it raw, raw. We don't care yeah. if you hurt yeah, your fucking Yeah, Bass don't fuck around, bro. He'll tell you if your shit is garbage or <laughs> I'll not. I'll try to tell you right now. I'll tell my <laughs> brother that shit's horrible. That's what yeah. uh, Kilo was, uh, he was telling me because I was asking about you. Uh, he was like, he want, He said he wanted to get you on. I was like, all right, cool. Give me some like just basic information. Obviously, we'll find out more through the podcast. And he was like, he was like, man, he'll fucking tell you anything, man. He'll fucking tell you off. He'll, fucking, <laughs> he'll say whatever the fuck he wants, man. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can't wait to have him on, man. Pretty much, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just thought I don't have a filter and I really don't care about being cool or like trying to put on something for somebody. Like, I, you know, what made me feel more fulfilled in life than anything was helping my closest friends, like putting the people who helped me on, going right. back to my instructor and saying, I got opportunity for you. Like, to me, money is something that is just paper and man made, bro. Like, you can't buy time, you can't buy relationships, like, you can't buy trust. Like, nope. that shit doesn't come trust. with a dollar sign. You feel me? Like, the people I'm working with, like, we trusting each other with the deepest part of our fucking souls. If you think about it, it's our art. We're all lifetime musicians. We just learn to do other shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's man. the thing. I might engineer, but I'll sit here and I'll learn a camera. I'll hey. learn what an ISO means. <laughs> hey. I'll go learn Arpiture. what a producer does. Like, bro, I'll go learn arrangement just so I can talk to a producer. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, like it's, it's to like, me, it's about being able to communicate. And, like, mm-hmm. that's part of the things. When you said, bro, it's about trust. Like, the reason why we've been able to do a lot in, you know, the short time period I said is because 
we've been able to build a strong foundation of trust entering. So we eliminate a lot of bullshit. Level. Everybody who's here wants to be here. No one's making anyone do this shit. Yeah. Like, no one's That's forced what to separates y'all. money to do it on our own. That's what separates y'all, man. We a good name on ourselves on our own. Collective. So what's the problem with, like, teaming up? And, exactly. And if you think about it, man, if you eating right now with the same person that you was on the couch with when the mm-hmm. shit was dirty, when the shit was hard, then you already know, man, the food is going to be spread, bro. Everybody eat. Everybody mm-hmm. got to eat, man. But if they want to starve with you, too. That's what I'm saying. They want to starve with you, man. Team, I couldn't put, like, Ponce on, right? But like I said, John has a studio in Arizona. Ponce now lives in Arizona. So I was able to hook him up with free studio work just because he's my homie and he's a place that he needed some more connections. Wow. You know, see what I'm, it's just about connecting the dots, bro. Right. When people trust you enough to say, all right, bring me something. They're not buying a product. They're trusting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, so it's about, it. You don't buy into something. You buy into a person. We're people-based, mm-hmm. and it's just really helped us grow. Man, so I got a homie over. I got a homie over here, man, and uh, it's more on like I'm gonna just you know it's more on the military side, but it's the same foundation, bro. We've served together for ten, I want to say nine, ten years, man. And at yeah. first, at first, man, our, our relationship was kind of rocky, bro. But we've always kept in touch, man. We've always kept in contact, and that's my that's my brother, brother too, man. Like that's my best fucking friend, bro. Yeah, and I'm man, finding out now that he's going, he's going to one place. I'm going to another place, and we're both getting put in a position of like, like kind of a lot of a lot of networking respect, man. And I'm finding out like if I drop his name and he's dropping my name, it's kind of like now you guys are both in two places. You know what I learned, bro? When it's a dog eat dog mentality, you lessen the value of the whole community. Oh, because yeah. then you put the value into a singular portion. Right. When you work together, more minds means more dollars. Like you know how many opportunities I could get, but I couldn't do. Like it's about because somebody what fill in where you weak. Like I'm not a good. Oh, my bad. Had a, you're good. No, you're someone good, <laughs> trying to call me, but it's not about like filling in people who are all good at the same position. Like if I had a team full of a bunch of good engineers, it'd be pointless. Like, it's about having a team full of people who fill in the gaps. Yes. Yes. And that's what I based it on. Like, I bring people in when the time is appropriate and when it makes sense. Like, okay, we need this. He's got this. Let's bring him in. But I always be looking for people. So it's like these people just be already people I talk to. Yeah. I build relationships with them prior because I know in advance it's going to pay off to know someone with their skill set. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I love your I love your mindset on everything out here. You know, I don't mean to uh, cut cut in with this question, but like, you know, you were telling us like, you know, how you met Kilo at school and then moving forward. And now I, I want to know, though, what brought you to England? I really I'm, I'm really. So when I was in L.A., I ended up having a kid with this girl who was British. OK, good for you. And man. So she came out here with my daughter. And that's the main reason I spent most of the you know, past year, two, out of the two years over here. I spent majority over here. But it's mainly because I just like being around my kid, bro. And right now, I'm in London at the studio, but that's only because I've been out here already so much that my homies just hit me up with people who are already here because they're like, damn, you're in London for like, You're going to be there forever, they think. So they just plugging me in with people. So I'm taking advantage of it. I'm actually about to fly back next week 
But it's like I don't really be announcing shit because I don't even know when I'm gonna be moving. Nah, or not. bro. Like it's all based on nah, the bro. Silence, bro. Moving the cut, moving the darkness. Yeah. Bro, like <laughs> I just came up with that shit a couple days ago. But like the people who fuck with me, I talk to every day. It's not on no social media shit. And we ain't on no clown shit, bro. Like if I got a fucking problem with you, I tell you to your face. Damn, man. Yeah, you got to in location. How how is uh? Being in the U- so you were in the UK then before uh, all the COVID nineteen shit happened then I was, was here just before like, Whoa, was okay before. okay because I was gonna I ask got to because- do a tour and everything before yeah I was gonna- got shut down oh yeah so you got to do some fun stuff yeah so I was gonna ask uh, because I I knew you were there but I didn't know how long you were there so I was gonna ask like oh did he get there somehow during the COVID nineteen because I don't. I don't think they're letting any, like, Americans in right now, right? Like, they're not letting any I mean, Americans. you have to come out here and have somewhere to stay that's not just a hotel. It can't be for leisure. Like, it can't be for leisure. The reason I'm on London is because I'm working. Like, right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to produce records and sell placements. So, like, that's what I'm doing right now. We're working on some records back there. He's just waiting for me to come back in when we get done. But, like... Like, it's just, I'm trying to seize every moment I can. So while I'm out here, just trying to get as much foundation set, plant as much seeds as possible with as many people. Like, nothing's permanent. I know I'm going to be leaving soon. So it's all about letting them know, you know? Because then the opportunities will arise. Like, the time will call for it. But you just have to plant the seeds, bro. Little by, like, little at a time with people. Like, you just have to give them the idea. That's all you have to do. And it's like, that idea will grow into a whole fucking tree. And the next thing you know, man, somebody's going to call you up. Yeah, right bro. Time. I got people who still contact me from England when I go back to the States who I've just been cool with for years now. But I didn't know them until I came out here. Like, I didn't know people in L.A. until I really moved there. Except, like, a couple, like, I knew Reed. I knew his homies. But, yeah. like, that was it. Like, and I was, like, probably max six people. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have a network. Like, I got all that shit from just trial and error, bro. Fucking with people, figuring out who fits, who's right for you, who's really for you, who's not, all that shit. Bro, you know what we call that over here, man? We call that servant leadership, bro. Everything you're describing right now is a servant leadership, man. It's like you give, you know what I mean? You do what you got to do. You motivate other people. You don't always got to be the expert, but you know an expert. You know what I mean? You serve exactly. that expert to the best of their ability, man. I, I go find you go. smart motherfuckers and be like, hey, what's your number, dude? Let me ask yeah. you some questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I swear to God, bro. And it pays forward, man. It pays forward times 10. And, and sometimes it pays forward in a, in a time you wouldn't even expect it to. That's blessings, man. Yeah, so so Proud cool. of you, homie. Proud of you. Yeah. yeah I, I, right now, until the real checks start hitting, I'm trying to just keep myself humble and know that it could be gone at any minute. It's all about staying consistent, bro. Like, the way I've said it for years, bro, is you only get the shit that you spent the time working for. Like, if I spent 10 years working for this shit, I should keep it for 10. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, so if I spent when- a year making this shit, I should only keep it for a year. You said for... You get what you in- put in. You, oh, yeah. you get what you put in, yeah. So, man, but going back to uh, flying back to the United States... Did did they tell you like did the embassy have to tell you like you have to fucking uh you have to quarantine coming back or anything like oh, that? Oh yeah, every time. It just tell you though. <laughs> they just tell you they don't. Have- <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Were you there when the shit? You. 
were you there last year when the shit first hit? Mm-hmm. So what was that yeah. shit like over there? That shit was panicky, bro. Just like everywhere. It was, it was super panicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the sense of, like, everyone was on guard. They never seen no shit like this. But did, like, They didn't cause... think it would hit them. They thought it only happened in China. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, we got people over here in the states man attacking the chinese bro there was this cat uh walked into a barber shop man had a gun it was either a bar it was probably a nail shop man but it was some type of salon right and oh. he had a gun bro and he just ended up blasting out like, like seven people that were chinese bro just because that's they were chinese that. that's fucked up no it was yeah, uh if we're talking about the same thing i just read about this you know uh shout out to ashley she was the one who brought this to my attention this morning i was actually gonna bring it on the podcast it was um it was a spa like a massage parlor like one of those um where apparently the, so the reason he said, because he was arrested, so he wasn't one of those gunmen that killed themselves or got shot by the police. He was arrested afterwards. He said that he did it because he had a horrible sex addiction. Obviously, he's crazy. But he said that's why he went in there to kill them because I, I guess I'm not labeling anything, of course, but I guess he I was insinuating. Yeah, and, and he was insinuating, though, that it was like one of the places where I guess uh, he got jerked off when he went there. And I get, he's just crazy. And he said, he, he, that's what he said the reason was, not because. Who kills somebody because they jerked you I, off? Yeah, how do you kill somebody you. because they, they jerked you off? I'm not defending him. They jerked you off. You got to blow I'm not defending him. I'm not defending him. Don't come at me. I'm not defending him. He's crazy. Person. Yeah, he's a horrible person. But I'm just saying, I think that's the reason that he gave. But yes, it does. It looks more like fuck his reason he did. Yeah, it. Fuck exactly. Him. I know. I was just clarifying the story, but yeah, it, uh, it yeah I don't give a fuck about his side of the story. It should damage his time. It's like people hey, saying love makes like, you oh, do crazy you things. because of this, like, bro, I don't believe a president is gonna fix nothing. Just like, yo, the problem is here. What? Why it happened doesn't solve it unless you're trying to analyze it in a deeper meaning to fix the problem. If you're just name blaming, the shit's just pointless. Like, yeah, if you're just saying anywhere. he did this because he's mentally sick, well, no shit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it. going into a massage parlor and killing anyone is not going to solve anything at all, ever. That's so. my point. Like, if he did that shit, just think realistically. Just think about what kind of person it takes to do that. Uh, I'd, a crazy thing. <laughs> like, the craziest kind of person. Like, that's fucking insane. Okay, and so I didn't expect him to give an explanation that made sense. Yeah, it would have been. Who was that guy who? Uh, uh, he he's sentenced to death now. Um, who was that guy with all the? He looks crazy, like fucking face tattoos. I could kill he killed a bunch of people, and then um, he said he did it because of this Egyptian so how serpent was your god day? told him to do it. How was my day? Yeah, man, let's talk about something different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my day was uh, really good, man. I was excited to get on this podcast with you. How was uh? Tell us what you were doing in the studio there. I just recorded just references, man. Just it ain't no like real easy right now. We just working, bro. The way I look at it, I'd rather be in the studio than just twiddling my fucking thumbs watching a movie. So oh, I'm just you. here. I hear that. Hey, you know, man, um, what's some shit, man? So I got some other shit, yeah. man. Cause like I. I said, bro, I'm picking your brain, man. I'm taking it, taking full advantage, man. So 
whenever you started off to where you are now, you know what I mean? Like, what's some advice that you got for other motherfuckers that are coming up, bro? Especially from somewhere like North Carolina, South Carolina, anywhere over bro, there, Tennessee, whatever the fuck, man. You know what I mean? Like, the biggest lesson learned. You obviously developed yourself in a circle, man, a trust and stuff. But would you say it's fair to say, man, that the shit could be a little shaky? You know what I mean? It's all, I mean, it's only as shaky as you believe it. You know, like your energy vibrates. And like the biggest thing that helped me, bro, is switching my mentality and my mind state to just stop entertaining negative. Like we talking about death, that's negative, bro. I don't want to entertain that. Like, we could talk about that shit another time. Like, I'm not here to really talk about that. But it's about having that mind state and enough balls to say what you think. Uh, my BM blowing me the fuck up. But nah, like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, like... It's like even that, bro. Like, before, that shit used to get to me. Like, I wasn't always this way, bro. And I used to be similar to this, but not even this. Like, I wasn't real with myself at a certain point. To where it's like, I had to look myself in the mirror so many times to just understand truly who I was and how to move. And you know what it really came down to, bro? I, I didn't love myself for a long time. You know? I really yeah. didn't love my Like, I hated myself for like years. And it was like when I was in L.A. and alone, bro. And it's, you know, shit, people don't want to hear that shit, but it's true. Like, and I'm sure everybody does something they regret and hate themselves for a period. We all go through a period where we think we something and figure out we not. Why? So it's like, you know, you have to deal with that shit appropriately. And how I dealt with it, I just kept down, my head down, and I stayed focused. Like, I never questioned my purpose. Like, I knew at the end of the day it wasn't working for somebody else. I knew I'd never be a good employee like that. Yeah. I knew just me as a person, I couldn't give up, not thinking at least to myself, like, I tried my hardest. So, like, you know, like, bro, when you have a kid with a woman, like, it will really test you and show you what kind of man you are. And, like, when I had my kid, it just put me to the test, bro. And, like, it just, like, I, I was, like, just, you know, doing shit, bro, that you think you're not going to do. And then it happens to you. You got to deal with it. And, like, as an artist, I realized we all doubt ourselves. We're all scared of rejection. We're all afraid of what people think of us, right, to a certain degree. And even if you're famous and you don't give a fuck, you still care what your fans think because that's your money. So it's like every time, like, you know, opinions control people. And, like, the best way to do it is to just stay solid, be a good fucking person. At the end of the day, if you step on people's neck in this industry, because every doorman will have a chance to be a CEO, and when they do, they're going to step on your fucking neck. That's just how it go. Like, if you you get what you get back. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you go, if you go through life fucking people over, you're going to get that in return when the time comes that you need help and you fall. So, you know, how you treat people is very, very key because I wasn't able to build these relationships through nothing. I had to, like, meet these people and they just had to fuck with me. Right. Like, but it was just not caring about money, not caring about clout, just being like, are you a cool dude? Cool. Hey, yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, and it's just like, buy good energy. Just, exactly. It's the about vibrating at a frequency. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be real with yourself to do that. You have to be okay with yourself. You have to love yourself. And you have to be willing to boss the fuck up and cut a lot of people off. Big facts right there. You know? That's, and that's mean, one of the... That's, that, man, look, that could be one of the hardest parts, man, is just cutting people off, man. Because so many people, are, they just... They're emotionally attached 
to like this thought or the past or what it was. And they think that like who you are now is fucking with what it was. And in reality, it's not, especially when your mindset's not even in the same fucking realm. And it's like, yo, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I get it. But no, nah, you can't just go back fucking doing the same shit when it took you so long to do the shit that you're doing now. And a lot of people, they're really not understanding that. And it's really not filtering that. And it's like, they, they want to they wanna hold these secrets. They want to hold shit in and shit. But it's like, yo, man, the more you give, you give, bro. When you give and you give and you share and you give, it, like you said, seeds. Seeds, man. That shit always comes back. And then you got to trust people to just do they shit. And you motivate these motherfuckers, bro. And if they don't, bro. that means you won't meant to be around that person. Like, I, it took me a long time to understand that. Uh, I, I would think every big opportunity meant the world. Yeah. And at the like, end of the day, not every dollar is worth having. You know, you not just, every, you just got to cut off a lot of like negative people out there. Like I had, um, this ex-girlfriend before and she was just such a negative, negative person like all the time. And like, you know, I, I it took me a while, like being around all that negativity to realize like you know i don't need this in my life like you know she used to complain just about everything like you're coming home late like why are you fucking my sister please stop fucking my sister and i'm like listen like i don't need this negativity in my life i had to i had to get rid of her you know (laughs) and like you know now i feel great like you know Hey, man, just, how, just, how do you know when you got that bank like that, you know, that energy you get when you create something great and everybody in the room is just like, yeah, let's fucking go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. I just had that. <laughs> that, that. Literally, I just had that shit, bro. You don't know the secret to getting that? I mean, you yes. don't give a fuck about what people think. Ever. Yeah. You just make what you think, bro. Ever, just- bro. I be chasing. That is my favorite high on the planet, bro. I, that's the one I chase. Word when it. you make some shit and you ain't got to ask nobody if it's hard, oh. that's, like, no, that's, hard. <laughs> that's how you know that. You like, yeah, this shit mm. hard. Yeah. Shit, yeah, bro. Fuck y'all. This shit hard. Like, you just mm-hmm. get hype, bro. It's like that energy transcend. Like, we like speaking. Like, I look at us as like energy beings, right? Like, our yeah. frequency is our emotion. Mm-hmm. And like, we are like a megaphone, essentially. Like, you ever notice if you walk in a room and you see somebody who's upset, you just feel that shit? When you Hell talk yeah. Yeah. Empathy, man. Mm-hmm. That's because the energy, like, shoots out like a megaphone. And you feel it. Without even looking in their direction, you can feel that shit. And it's like, that's the type of shit you got to be in mind of. You know what I'm saying? Your energy. Like, you got to think about, like, if you're recording, it's not about making music. It's about being comfortable enough to yeah. just do what you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's like bro, it's capturing emotion it's not capturing music yeah, right being comfortable and sometimes man you know what though sometimes those like a lot of people they're like yo man i don't ever want to be around like bad energy and negative energy but sometimes man you could be the energy to change the room yep you could bring that shit to light man you could bring the best out of people i'm not saying like you know surround yourself with from? like negative motherfuckers but like if you go into a room full of negative people and you say no nah, i don't want that i'm good i want to work they gonna be like, damn, am I fucking up? Yeah. <laughs> they think that shit because your energy changes it about them. Like they see that you obviously don't need what they need. Mm-hmm. Like if you just go into a room and you just be yourself and you don't care about what they doing, you just like, yeah, I know it's good for me. If you ain't doing this, I'm cool. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy your day. 
Thank you. Come again. That was very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Are you, yeah. are you, are you, are you, you know towards, what I'm what fucking talking about? You know. What? <laughs> are you, are you talking about yes. doing the word of the day? What? <laughs> oh, is that time? I, yeah. bet, I, think, bet. I think it's time for the word of the day. Let's hear that funky jingle. Hamana, 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 play. Word of the day. 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 Okay, so bash <laughs> so bash uh they uh you know you're one of our guests here for the <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> you're one of our guests here for uh, a great segment <laughs> we do uh we started doing it last season on the podcast it's called our the word of the day i don't know if you can see jimmy's screen there but he's got this big old dick right charles giant you see the screen dick. And uh, Charles Jimerson screen. Charles Jimerson screen. Charles, yeah, Charles Jimerson screen. So he's got this. You know uh, oh, I, 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 vibe. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, uh, I, I mean, uh, dictionary. Like you know, I, I say dick for short. Oh. Dictionary is too much word to say. So he's got this old dick in his room, right? Explain that before you just say dick in public next time. No, it's okay. I like to explain it afterwards. So you know, uh, he's got this big dick in the room. He's gonna put his finger down randomly on a random page on that a dick. And he's going to lift his finger up, and that is going to be our word of the day. But now, with season three, we have a new segment. So whatever the word of the day is, he's going to give you the definition. We can look up the modern definition, too, because sometimes they're old definitions. But then you have to use the word in a sentence. So it might be an easy word. It might be a difficult one. But you have to use it in a sentence. You got me lit, bitch. At the end of the season, we're going to judge probably either the top five or the top ten uh, sentences our guests come up with this season. So, you know, Jimmy, if you do the honor and give us the word of the day. Yeah, man, I'm going to go ahead. Bring, I'm, I should pop up on your screen now, right? Because you're on the phone. So I'm on the screen, right? Can you see me? All right, so yeah, here we go, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm flipping, I'm flipping. <laughs> Make this shit shake, all right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Mulatto Jack. Oh, what? <laughs> For real? <laughs> The definition says yellow fever. <laughs> Mulatto, Mulatto Jack. Mulatto Jack. Okay. Sounds like a yellow fever. It's yellow fever, I guess. I don't even know what yellow fever means. So the best I could do is just what it sounds like. So what I'm going to do is like, huh. You get home. Hey man, hey man, so you different from Mulatto Jack, bro. I got, I got Mulatto Jack, bro. I need, I need a cheeseburger, man. I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> like a dr- hey, you be getting some of that Mulatto Jack. Give me some Jack. of that Mulatto Jack. So all I did was a crack withdrawal, so I went straight for it. I had to go to the hospital because I came down with some Mulatto Jack. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I would just be like, I'm a Mulatto Jack. <laughs> isn't that, see, isn't that a, see, see but it's a little different for you it's a little different isn't I, that can't, a, I can't be like I'm a lotto jack it wouldn't hit it's yeah, not gonna hit say. the way you is say it, isn't that a, like a racist term now what mulatto yes I don't know man I, I don't know I think everything the way sensitivity is in the world nowadays bro you can't go away saying shit so you might as well just say it yeah. So you know, just for verification, boys and girls, girls are, are even came real. from an old. 
dictionary. Okay. Yellow Use fever. Use it from an old dictionary. Mulatto so, Jack. Damn, she got that mulatto Jack, man. Boy, it well, sounds like you, somebody was screaming for their life out here. Oh, I, I thought I just heard a hollering, a hooting in the hall. That's what I'm saying, bro. Are they party hard out there in London? Man, they, they be over there? here doing drugs in a park behind this bitch. <laughs> I'm trying Yo, to you, tell you. Is, is marijuana legal out there? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> <Damn>. Absolutely not. <laughs> is it something? Is it something that you can get though? You know, I, I just try to think of like being in another country. Like, are you, you trying know, to Vlad have, TV me, bro? No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm just wondering <laughs> if. <laughs> If it's like hit the, hit the sound that's effect. something you can get. <laughs> that's something you. If I were to so like for for instance, if I were to travel oh, to London, would I be able to get some sticky icky? If you go down the right alley. And what is the, the right what alley. is the description of the man or woman selling you thereof? The this John. marijuana. The John. I plead the fit. I plead the fit. <laughs> Jesus. I so plead. The fit. Smart man. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Okay, I'm with <laughs> That's four. I plead the oh, fit. Here's something. But hey, man, so like... Yeah, she said no. Did, did you hear that? In the background, did she say no, no, no? Who's getting raped in your background, bro? Uh-oh, here it comes. Uh, there it comes. Yo, so... Uh, oh... I should have said that. Kids are in the room. I feel horrible. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's on the headphones. So, Bash, tell us, uh, tell us some stories about London. Like, look, what is it like, like hanging out over there, partying? Give us, give us a nightlife story. Oh, I ain't party out here, bro. No partying, just all work. There's no. You didn't have a single night out in the year you've been out there. Not a single, single night out. I mean, I did with my BM when we we did that, but you know. Just uh, lit. she's texting me right now talking about some shit. By the way, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> tell her your way trip got Jimmy, and you'll get a pass. I promise. No. Hey man, what was that shit like when your lady told you she was pregnant? <laughs> and then I'm going back to England. Like, I oh, remember that the- shit was hard, bro. Not being around your kids, the toughest thing in the world. You ever mm. have one? Like, your kid not being around you eats your fucking soul. That was, like, the source of a lot of my depression the past couple of years. Was right. When I wasn't around my kid, I just felt lost. You know, I yeah. was just out there floating in the, in the hemisphere. Why but, like, you? you know, like, when she told me she was pregnant, I was like, but keep it. Like, I don't know, but at that time, like, I wanted that baby. Like, something in me wanted my, like, kid no matter what at that time. Like, I don't I still think, I think right now, bro, I just want to be able to, like, get to a place where I can take care of my daughter the way I want to. And just, like, the main reason I'm going so hard is just to, you know, be able to do the shit I really want to do as a dad. So I do want other kids, you know, but I want to, I don't know about with my BM right now. (laughs) (laughs) Tell her not to listen to this podcast. (laughs) No, I'm not going to tell her I did this with the name, but yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't want that headache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this shit is but, almost like yeah. the man cave. This Shout out to the podcast. <laughs> but hey, you know bro. 
So you said you're flying back though to uh, LA in a, in a week. No, I'm I flying back to NC. I'll never live in LA again. No, it's oh, hey, to North Carolina. Yeah. LA right now, bro. LA right now, too, man, is getting dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. I'll never live if there you can again. believe it. <laughs> when I left that bitch, I had no intention on living there again unless it was like later, later down the line. No, Dude, completely different too. circumstances with yeah. a lot more money. California is kind of the cities in California right now are just kind of. Yeah, man. To be honest, you didn't if I'm not rich, I still wouldn't want to live in California because the property tax is no. fucking retarded. Oh, super. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's fucking bad. It, it, there's so many better like that's why a lot of the like uh you know rich people you could say, but a lot of celebrities and rich people are moving to fucking Texas, man. They're just like fuck this. Oh, shit. I would move to Texas. I would California, move to Texas my Texas. LA. I would move to I would move to Arizona, Atlanta, Nashville, or Texas way before I moved to LA at this point. Yeah, fuck that. I, I, I'm not going back to California unless... Arizona is the least on the list just because I don't want to live in the desert. That shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. Four Bro, kilos. it's motherfucking paradise, nigga. Man, out here, man. <laughs> Oasis, nigga. This shit don't even smell like this. this. Well, here, man. I do want to go to Texas, man, because it's like, yo, imagine all the fucking land you can have, bro. Imagine, like, you, you get land... And you get a badass crib, bro. Texas is lit as fuck. Joe Rogan went to Texas, and a bunch of celebrities are just like, "Yeah, let's all go to Texas. We're gonna go to Texas." Man, I'm yeah, I Joe Rogan in was... Texas. I got people who live there, so it's like I would go out there just because I've been there a little bit, visited, and it's cool. It's got a lot of land for cheap. Yeah, it gets humid though. I believe it gets like yeah. I mean, but where where the humid. fuck does it not get humid in summer? Unless you're in England. California, Arizona. California, the does. desert, Arizona, <laughs> desert, bro. Yeah, any desert. Yeah, we we'll really. have Nevada. Desert, you understand why? New Mexico. Oh, dude, yeah, no, I was uh, when I was in the Navy. I was in uh, the Mojave Desert for uh, two years, and it, it would get up to oh, 115 yeah. those summers, and it was. Oh, uh, it, it, fuck, dude, that shit was fucking the black terrible. as hat, bro. <clears throat> you there, man? My BM will not leave me alone, y'all. She, she about to, you? she about to keep doing, yeah, bro. She, she cussing well, me out and telling me, "Fuck you." Damn, no, she wild, man. You got a wild one. Well, it is a, yeah, I think yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a, I bro, think so it when, is about that time, right? Is it about that other time? Yeah, I gotta get back to work, anyways. Yeah, so. I think it's about that time we, uh, we, we, we cut on out here. You know that that sad. Time. But you know what? I love this, this guy. So <laughs> it was worth getting cussed out for it. That makes Hell me understand. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, we were happy to have you on, but you know we're gonna go around the uh, computer screen or our phone screen for you here and do what we always do, and that is our last minute plugs. So, starting with Trip God Jimmy, my friend, you have yeah. last minute plugs for listeners. Yes, um, bro, do you remember James, teacher from Crass? Yeah, I think so. Kind of hard to remember with though. the tattoo on his leg of the. Oh yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. to him, bro. That's my plug. Jay. You talking about Jay? Jay, Jay. yes. Yeah, bro. I'm about Jay. R.I.P., man. Yep. R.I.P. to Fred Cox, bro. Hmm? It's the homie. He just got killed by the cops in North Carolina. Okay. Killed by an like, off-duty officer at a church because there was a shootout that happened. He's one of my homies, man. He got killed. Uh, sorry to hear that, man. R.I.P. Yeah, you started doing that, baby. Think about that. My bad. I cut turns. No. 
Sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. Nah, you good, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. You got a you got a positive plug for us though, Trip. Yeah, you got any you got any other plugs? No, that was positive. That was oh, um, if you do dregs, test your shit. Trip guy Jimmy. Oh, and follow me on Twitch, Trip Guy Jimmy Instagram, Trip Guy Jimmy Instagram, Twitter, Trip Guy Jimmy. Fuck on that MDMA. Yeah. Late podcast. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Great, great last minute plugs. And uh, of course, uh slightly special himself, Jimmy the Shooter, my friend. You got any last minute plugs? Yeah, man. We're about to start running up some uh some giveaways, man. We got a whole bunch of uh beanies mm-hmm. and shit like that, man. We got a whole bunch of shit that we're gonna start pressing for the label, man. So we're excited for that. If you got some artwork, you got some talent, you got some Photoshop shit, please. Throw that shit in my DMs on Instagram, man, because it's been nothing but love. We're trying to spread the word of, uh, you know, creativity in that way. So you guys can follow me, obviously, on my Instagram, at Slightly Special. Continue to listen to this podcast. Remember, about to plug in the podcast, man. But look, man, I just want to shout out to the homie over here, man. Bash, yo, thanks for coming on, man. That shit was... It might have been a little shorter than normal, but it was definitely filled with some some golden nuggets, man. Ah, you got a dope totally. story. That shit was lit, man. I appreciate so, it, man. Thank appreciate you. the I time it, for sure, I'm man. sorry it's a little short. I'm, I wish it could be longer, but you know, no, it's get cussed out enough. Hey, we got to save you, man. We got to save this man. <laughs> there's, there's there's other times we can have <laughs> we you on. We got to save this Trust man. Me. Just talking about yeah. you like, yo, the lady. So, yeah, <laughs> we, go, we got you, bro. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> about to get in trouble. We got to help him. So, I'll do mine real quick. My last minute plugs are, of course, follow me on Instagram, Christian D. Merm. That's my personal follow these great men trip god jimmy that's j-i-m-i not j-i-m-m-y right j-i-m-i now follow slightly special two l's at the end and follow me on twitter which is christian murmur and stay tuned for more updates on the short story collection all right Ooh. also we're gonna move the plugs to our you know special guest of the evening mixed by jesus my friend bash please hey. tell the tell the listeners hey, any last minute plugs man so if you can follow Groundbreaking music group on all platforms. Mixed by underscore Jesus is my Instagram. Mixed by Jesus, everything else. And uh, yeah, I got an album out right now. All platforms. Legacy. You guys check that out. Yes, sir. Legacy. Legacy. For it. Yeah. Got some merch, man. I haven't made any new ones, but you know, definitely got some new stuff coming when I get back to the states. But definitely tap in, man. If any dope producers or artists, always like tapping in with dope talent, bro. I don't care about club. Was so fucking ever. So I mean, if you talented, bro, tap in. Hell yeah. Tap tap Hell in, yeah, man. Hell yes, yeah. That, hey. y'all, man. For real. Yeah, it was great having you on, man. We'll have you on again, definitely in the future. But uh thank you for making the time. Thank you for calling in straight from England. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh that was our episode. I had a lot of fun with this guys, and great morning. 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 Brand new app, rooftop up, water cool, it feels nice Got a little chick, she don't even know me, but she wanna be my wife Whoa, please don't get me wrong, babe, I can't be alone, babe You know that, just enjoy the night, babe, please don't blow my high Only got one life, babe, wanna live it right Please enjoy the night, babe, please don't blow my high Got one life, babe, wanna live it right So if I got
and I'm gon' spend the shit. I ain't hear that long, so fuck it, I'm about to get lit. Long as my daughter taking care of, I'm good. So don't come around here with all that bullshit. Anything negative, I don't wanna hear that shit. If you come around me acting like that, I'm a little Duval. You say smile, bitch, ayy. Time for no one to bring me down, bring me down. I got a wet rooftop up, water cool, it feels nice. Got a little chick, she don't even know me, but she wanna be my wife. Whoa, please don't get me wrong, babe. I can't be alone, babe. No, you know that.